Did you know that Lover's Lane is currently hiring? Many of Lover's Lane's retail store locations located throughout Michigan, Illinois, Ohio, and Indiana are currently hiring romance specialists. Visit loverslane.com and visit the About Us section to learn more. Welcome to the Intimacy Advisor Podcast. I am your host, Sarah Tom Tom, and we are wrapping up season two of Intimacy Advisor. I have really enjoyed this experience, and I sure hope you all have found some useful information here that supported you and your sexual and intimate relationships, both with yourself, your partners, your body. We've talked revamping your date nights, how to have strap-on sex, femme dominance, weeknight sex hacks, booty play, 69ing, getting in touch with your desires. We have been on a journey together this year and I have gotten a lot out of it and it has been a lot of fun to prepare each of these episodes for you. As we uh, get ready to go on an extended hiatus over here, I wanted to leave you with some tools for building sexual confidence and tapping into your authentic desires. We've certainly touched on these topics, but I'd like to just spend a whole episode getting a little deeper into this because I think that there is so much value in really knowing yourself. And the only way you can get what you want is from that sort of strong foundational understanding of who you are, what you want, what do you like? What is your relationship to pleasure in general? You know, there's something that I teach about a fair amount through my platform, pleasurepractices.com, and also the Sex Plus community, which is sexual scripts. And this refers to anything and everything that has shaped your relationship to the concept of sexuality and your own sexuality. So we're talking about any messages you received, whether they were cultural, religious, familial, as you were growing up, that laid a foundation for how you thought about sexuality. And then from there, what were your early sexual experiences? they can then positively or negatively reinforce what you already understand or misunderstand about sexuality. And then where are you now? Like, how do these factors continue to influence you? Have you broken out of any of the negative or toxic messaging that you received? Or is it still playing into perhaps you know, shame or low self-confidence that you have in regards to your sexual expression. So a simple exercise you can do is reflect on your role models. Just 
think about like who were some key role models for you and then narrow it down to who specifically modeled or laid the foundation for your thinking about sexuality. Did you have anyone who modeled what it looks like to really invest in their pleasure, be comfortable with seeking pleasure, who was sex positive, who had a healthy or balanced relationship to their sexuality? For a lot of us, the answer is no, not really. Or it was just, you know, totally neutral. There was just a real absence of any sexuality um, discussions or modeling. So we went into our own relationship with our sexuality, either with a whole lot of baggage or really misinformed. And so then it's helpful to think about these role models. Were they actually qualified to teach me about this particular subject? You know, we might have excellent caregivers who gave us a lot of support and care, but perhaps just were not very in touch with or in good relationship with their own sexuality or pleasure. Now, I want to acknowledge that this work can be heavy for some of us. Diving into childhood or thinking about some of the foundational messaging we received around sexuality, but it can also relieve some of the pressure you feel around what's not working, whether it's in your relationships, within your relationship to your own sexuality, to your body, to yourself. Where you can focus some attention is to think about, do you have a pleasure role model now? Someone who embodies how you want to exist in relationship to your pleasure, to your confidence, to your body acceptance? Are there elements you can draw from this person? Maybe it's a friend who consistently makes time for their favorite self-care practice, or it might be something like lyrics from a Beyonce song about embracing your curves and knowing your worth. Reflect on that role model and what inspires you about them. Side note here, sometimes the person who you judge or speak ill of for doing nice things for themselves or who brings up feelings of jealousy for you is actually your pleasure role model. So the jealous feelings or the judgy feelings can be really good information. We are so conditioned not to prioritize ourselves, our pleasure, our sexuality, and it can be easier to slut shame or bash someone for being frivolous when they're actually bringing up big feelings for you because of a lack of that in your own life or conditioning from childhood that told you that, you know, you always had to earn any little morsels of pleasure that you received. Just saying. Role models can come in lots of different forms. You might find that starting to reflect on these things can be a little bit of a Pandora's box, a can of worms, a deep dive that happens once you start asking these questions or looking at 
some of the your your sexual scripts and the foundational influences you know your relationship to pleasure role models but i think it's always really helpful to know what you're working with the same way that you would want to explore your body through solo play to really inform your partner play getting to know yourself is about shining a light occasionally on these kinds of foundational influences. Next step here is getting to know what you like sexually. What are your turn-ons? Listen to the turn-ons episode. We just did it. What are your personal erogenous zones? Do you masturbate? Take a listen to the masturbation makeover episode or the awakening arousal episode and just notice the things that have some spark or some charge to them. Those are the things that are of interest to you. If you're interested in starting to learn what kinds of touch you like, where you like to be touched, how you like to be touched, this is all such important information. The erotic body scan, I have, I know I have mentioned it before, is my absolute favorite tool for this. I have it on my site, pleasurepractices.com. If you are new to self-pleasure or just generally want to broaden your sexual repertoire, get to know what you like and what turns you on, there are some sex positive books that I recommend and love. Come As You Are by Dr. Emily Nagoski, Jamie Waxman's Sex for One. Both of these books will inform you and help to spark your sensuality and give you a lot of ideas. And it all translates to partner play too. So masturbation is such a crucial building block puzzle piece in the whole realm of really getting what you want out of your sex life. And I think for a lot of people, there has been messaging that masturbation is dirty or that it's cheating or that it pulls your you know energy away from the things that you really should be focusing on like your job and your partner and your family but the relationship you have with yourself outlasts all other relationships in your life why wouldn't you cultivate it get to know your hell yeses both day to day and in a sexual context. These things are in conversation with each other. Give the femme dominance episode a listen if you want some examples of this. Think of this as like, who am I? What has shaped me? What do I like? And then the next question is, do you know what you want? Getting clear on what lights you up is a big confidence booster. So here's an exercise that I incorporate into a lot of my classes. I first learned this exercise from Ann Hottership, the founder of EDSI, Everyone Deserves Sex Ed Certification, and the author of Modern Love Languages. It is a dessert exercise. 
and we're seeking our hell yes here. So imagine your favorite dessert. Take a moment. Imagine it's put in front of you. Of course, in this fantasy, there's none of the BS that comes with, oh, can I eat the dessert? Does it fit on my diet or my eating plan right now? No, no, no. We're in a fantasy world where calories and sugar and food sensitivities do not matter, okay? Your favorite dessert is put in front of you. Now feel that anticipation of getting to enjoy it. Imagine the first bite. Savor that bite. What feelings do you have in your body? What do you notice? If all you have right now is guilt, because you know you're not actually supposed to be eating that dessert, see if you can feel those feelings and then just take another bite. Say, thank you, feelings. I get it, but I'm in my fantasy space right now. Just let me have this dessert. (laughs) Okay, so once you've cleared out any of those feelings, notice how it feels to smell, look at, taste that delicious dessert. Or perhaps it's a snack. I don't know if you're not a sweets person. These feelings that come up in your body, these are some of your hell yes responses. This is really good information for you. If it's a tingling in your stomach or a smile that comes to your face or a warm feeling, whatever it is, This is what it feels like when you really want something and you're all in. This is your hell yes. So start noticing when those feelings come up for you, whether it's in your day-to-day life, in your sex life, in your dating life, and notice when they don't come up for you. And start trying to act on what your body is telling you. Our brains can justify and create logic for just about anything. And this is a part of our conditioning, our systems that has been overdeveloped. Our bodies tell us truths. So start noticing what your body is telling you and try maybe once a week, just just once a week, to act from that place and notice what happens. Take the extra 10 minutes to stretch in the morning when you feel stiff. See if it ruins your day. I'm going to guess it probably doesn't. Literally stop and smell the roses. If you get that hell yes feeling and see if it has a positive impact. Listening to your body is a process that does take some retraining, some reconditioning, and a lot of noticing because we've gotten really good at shutting down our body's responses. Just because we live in a culture that is more driven by thought, brain-driven action, productivity, capitalism, etc. 
So for a lot of us, we've shut off connections with many parts of our body. But if you can even connect in with one kind of hell yes feeling or one way that uh, a solid no shows up in your body and you start listening to that, you're going to find that you start acting from a place that is more genuinely informed by what you want, who you are as a grounded, confident person, and less from the outside influences that have shaped you to behave in ways that are survival mechanisms rather than ways to thrive. Okay, I'm going to leave you with one parting thought, one last assignment, which is to find one feeling you desire to cultivate in your life. Pick carefully. Actually look up the word. You know, if you're um, saying, I want to feel loved, go and define that for yourself and see if that is precisely how you want to feel. Looking up the definition of the words ensures that their true meaning resonates with what you are trying to cultivate. And this is sort of similar to the hell yes exercise. Once you have your word, focus on it this week or next week or whenever you have time to do this exercise. Build a relationship with it. Have it written down somewhere in your house. Think the word when you wake up in the morning and before you go to bed. We're going to use the example of loved again. I am loved. I feel loved. I am surrounded by love. Incorporate these statements and focus some of your attention on them throughout the week. You can also call in the feeling if you're having a hard time. Say you're having a low moment and you take a moment and you say to yourself, I am loved. I'm surrounded by love and really try to feel that feeling. Simultaneously, notice that feeling when it comes up throughout your week. So if you have a moment where you are feeling really loved, put your attention on that feeling. Do things that give you that feeling. Watch movies that give you that feeling or that embody that. Look at art that communicates that feeling. It's just for a week. Once you start noticing the feeling, even just in small amounts, you may find the feeling in the sound of a loved one's laughter or while watering your plants, or listening to your favorite podcast in the car, it might start sprouting up in places you would not expect simply because you put your attention onto it. Once you're able to notice it, once you find an action or two that you can take, 
or an activity you can engage in or an experience that gives you that feeling, then you have a, an actual thing you can do that helps you to be in relationship with that desired way you want to feel. Now, this might sound like, okay, wait, there were a lot of exercises and assignments in this episode. It's going to be here for you. Come back to it. If anything sparked your interest, you know, take what you like, leave the rest. But know that small steps can lead to bigger changes. You can build a stronger relationship with your authentic self, with your sexuality, with your confidence with your body by taking action towards how you want to feel. First, you got to really identify how you want to feel. Sometimes to be able to do that, you got to clear out some of the noise that maybe came from your conditioning, right? So start small. And don't forget, please find us at intimacyadvisor.com for a whole host of great how-to and advice articles. You can find me at pleasurepractices.com and check out loverslane and sexdrive.com for all of your intimate pleasure product needs. It has been an absolute pleasure to host this season of Intimacy Advisor. If you are new to us and listening to this as your first episode, I encourage you to go back through the archives. There are so many really great, helpful, fun episodes to explore. And thank you for supporting us. Until next time. Intimacy Advisor podcast is brought to you by Lover's Lane. Sign up for the Frequent Lover Loyalty Program and earn one point for every dollar you spend in-store or at loverslane.com, ambiance.com, or sexdrive.com. Visit a Lover's Lane location or loverslane.com to learn more. Intimacy